the news broke late last week. And this is another one of those stories that wasn't totally unexpected, but you're still sad that it happened. A little say it ain't so was thrown in for good measure too. But in any case, the news broke late last week that Regis Philbin passed away of heart disease at age 88. This man led a very, very big and varied career. It was in television. He did a lot of things with a lot of people, most especially, my brother could tell you this one, with David Letterman. He was a frequent guest on his show to name the many things the man had done. For tonight's edition of the New Directions podcast, we are going to remember Regis Philbin. With the career that he had, starting with Joey Bishop, moving on to Kathy Lee Gifford, moving on to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and a lot of appearances he made through the years in between all of those going to cover a lot of territory and the what can you say about the man he was energy personified and he was a lot of fun to watch remembering Regis Philbin tonight on the New Directions podcast and we will get going with this on the other side of this break The New Directions Podcast has a Facebook page, and I invite you the next time you're on Facebook to make your way to this web address, which is facebook.com slash rkc70. That is the quick link to get to the podcast page. You'll see stories that I have talked about in the past. You'll see stories that I will be talking about in the very near future, or at least plan on talking about. And you'll see some items that I just thought belonged on the page. I have a combination of things, and I hope you find it entertaining when you do decide to visit the New Directions Podcast Facebook page. Once again, the link is this, facebook.com slash rkc70. Check it out. You'll be very glad that you did. Regis Philbin had such a varied career that it was very hard to even find a place to start talking about it. But I can always count on the CBS Sunday Mornings, obviously called Sunday Morning, as a good starting point. They had a piece from 2005 that recalled the career of the legendary star. So... Without further ado, let's start there, shall we? Start there after the commercials, of course. Just a second here. We still have a few more seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Sunday morning, take it away. It's going to be great. Take it away, Charlie Osgood. 
as our Sunday morning continues. A visit with the one and only Regis Philbin. Take it away, Regis. Better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. Tell that you lie. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus comes but once a year. But Regis Philbin is a gift that keeps on giving. celebrate Regis most days for as long as they can remember. Every now and then I get a good one that I enjoy and you don't, but I don't care. We visited his syndicated morning show two weeks ago. Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm with Charles now. Regis comes across as the aggrieved everyman. Kelly as needling and flirtatious. I just have to say, if we were meeting for the first yeah. time, I would have worn my padded bra. But for someone... <laughs> so you're just going to have to imagine that that's there. Yeah. You know, after all these years, it's... It's pretty hard to imagine. <laughs> I know that this show runs, whether I'm here or not, Regis could actually host the show with the doorknob, and it would be spontaneous and fun and interesting. You know, it doesn't... Yeah, I guess you get the right doorknob. I, you can get the right doorknob. I, I think I perform all the duties of a geisha with the exception of the, you know. Before Kelly, there was Kathy Lee. Before her, a handful of other attractive partners, including his wife, Joy, who now often fills in for Kelly. We have no idea where we're going, who we are, where we've been. Just one of us is keeping you afloat. <laughs> All Philbin's talk shows have been winners. Well, you know, this was my mountain, Charles, to, to make this show a success nationally. I had done it so long locally and finally uh, kind of forced it to go national. It worked out just fine. Because if you can involve people in your life, if you tell them enough about your life, so that it duplicates what they're doing in their lives, all of a sudden, yes, they do get interested. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Friday, December 16th, 2005. Closer and closer we come to panicking. December 25th. I yeah. am panicking. The specialty of Regis and Kelly is small talk. Seinfeld said, well, you know what, what Regis does in the opening segment? That's what we're doing. This is essentially a show about nothing. And at first I said, my God, is he insulting us? But then I understand, yes, he's congratulating us. There are some days when it wants to argue, and I just go with it. Maybe you're right. You're, are I don't you saying know. I don't want to argue? No, I... <laughs> you love to argue. I do, but what I'm saying... Their banter is spontaneous and unrehearsed. In fact, on air is usually the first time they've talked each day. I think what makes the show um, magical is the fact that there is no scripted dialogue interaction with us right whatsoever. Of right off the top of our head. What did you do last night? If we sat and discussed things, we would have nothing to say on the air. Their chemistry glitters, and their ratings prove it. What does that say, Charles? It says 6.6 with a 21 share. <laughs> Unheard of. Unheard of in our business. In the morning, Charles. Huh? So they, that is fabulous. Yeah, that's, well, that's morning after morning. Look at Oprah. 6.3 with a 16 share. So you, so you meet her. What is the big deal, Charles? I don't know. You must be doing something right. Huh? What is the lady? What do you want? You keep standing up. Their audience sure agrees. They wait one year for tickets. Tell me what it is that you like about Regis. He has charisma. Charisma? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's one of the quickest hosts I've ever seen. I want to come back my next life. I want his job. Really? Yeah. Why, why is that? It's easy. 
I'm getting in it! I'm in it! Easy for Regis, maybe. Not for others. I'm getting cramps! Gilman, quick, pull it! You know, I don't really realize how hard the work is until he takes a day off, and then I feel that this job is work, because when it's him leading the show, um, it's just fun for me. He's 75, with many more millions of dollars than years of age. Yet he hustles like an unknown trying to make it. You make me feel that spring is sprung. Weekends, he does stage shows. For a famous while, he was host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Final answer? Final answer. He's been on David Letterman's show at least 85 times. Letterman says Regis is the best day in and day out. Regis has the single most entertaining hour on television. And sometimes Letterman comes on his show. You know what Regis gets up and does first thing early the morning after uh, Halloween. No, Halloween. Halloween. Halloween, yeah. <laughs> he picks trick-or-treaters out of the electric fence. <laughs> Regis has been in show business 50 years, 40 years on television. He now holds the Guinness World Record for most hours on TV. 15,188. This Christmas season, Regis has a new pet project, a CD of Christmas carols. Donald Trump joined him on the album and on the late show, doing Rudolph. You know, Rudolph, you're so bright. Won't you guide my freaking sleigh tonight? Trump is more than a singing partner. He's a friend. The beauty about Regis, he's a big star, but he doesn't know it. And that really comes across. I mean, Regis doesn't really understand how important he is. And there's something very beautiful about that. All of these songs are the songs that we grew up with. Most of them, anyway. You know, all the Christmas carols. And there is something very beautiful about Christmas carols and the memories they evoke. Well, my father was in the Marine Corps in World War II. It's gone, you know, and so Christmas would come there in the Bronx and naturally in the Pacific. And so this one song meant a lot to me when I was a kid because it actually was my story with my father, you know, and hopefully him singing I'll Be Home for Christmas. So that song always stuck with me. Do you know that song? Could you play it on the piano? Yeah. Really? I'll be home. Christmas, you can count on me. Please have snow, mistletoe, and presents under the tree. When much younger, he enjoyed seeing off stage. The first time he got a chance in public was when Regis was the sidekick on the Joey Bishop show. Well, as a little kid, I wanted to be Bing Crosby. I knew all of his songs. So one night, yes, Bing Crosby on the show. They wanted Bing to sing. So on the show, Joey said, Bing, see, this kid is your biggest fan. He knows all his songs. Rages. Sing a song to Bing. Sing pennies from heaven. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. This is a recording of that performance. from heaven. You'll 
Selling his CD and busier than ever. Here we go. Big smile like you're happy to be here. Will he ever step down like Johnny Carson, Jack Parr, former Kings of Talk, who he's now compared? You may think that Dave is the big man, but you're my big man. All right, I can't take anymore. Well, Regis recently signed a new contract for two more years for over $20 million per year. Wife Joy has an informed opinion about his future. We have been sort of knocked out at the at the pace, Joy, that your husband keeps here. Do you, do, you ever try to, do you ever try to slow him down? I thought he was going to slow down. He seems to be picking up speed. I don't know what's come over him. And I do enjoy it. I have a lot of fun with Kelly, Joy, whoever's sitting next to me. And uh, the days go by, and you wonder what would it be like without me. Oh, it's been said many times, many ways, It is hard to try to keep up with someone and really describe him in one way because the man did it all. He was busy pretty much all the time and he was a lot of fun to watch. When he was with Kathy Lee, he was a lot of fun. I saw a few of the shows with Kelly as well going to hear from them a little bit later in this tribute to kind of get their remembrances of the king himself, Regis Philbin. I want to play one segment before we get to our next break. And this one, in part, was is for my own benefit because the night that we had our first ever millionaire on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire... I heard about it, but didn't see it. I want to see it, and I want to play the audio from it right here and now. John Carpenter was the, was the contestant's name, and this is from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Let me just bring you up to date here. Please. If you miss, you'll be reduced by $468,000. You'll go back down to $32,000. Uh, here it is. A $1 million question. We rarely see these here. Only one of the contestants has ever won $500,000 on our show. So if you're ready, let's go for the million. Which of these U.S. presidents appeared on the television series Laughing? Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Um, <laughs> I like the call my parents right now. Sure. Use my lifeline, call my parents. What are their names? Oh, uh, um, my father. I'll talk to my father. Does Tom. he have a name? Tom. He does have a name, yes. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> right. Our friends at AT&T will get uh, your dad on the line, and we'll see if he can help you. Hello? Hello, Tom. Yeah. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Hi. We've got uh, your son, John, uh, with us right now. He's doing pretty well. 
Good. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Uh, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> The U.S. president appeared on Laughing is Richard Nixon. That's my final answer. Well, my gosh. What can I say except, Debbie, you're going to Paris, and this is the final answer heard all around the world. He's won a million dollars. Now, how in the world could he have possibly known that? But I will say this. That question will be the trivia question heard round the world. The first ever million dollar winner on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Regis Philbin just happened to be there to see it happen. Regis passed away, of course, last Saturday at age 88. On the other side of this break, I want to take a take a look back at the friendships that Regis has ha had had not only with Kelly Ripa but also Kathy Lee Gifford and get their remarks after Regis had passed away. In tribute to Regis Philbin tonight on the New Directions podcast, we'll continue right after this. Ours is a strength like no other. Born of grit, determination, endless resilience. It's a physical, mental, emotional strength. It's about character, purpose, possibility. But one thing is perfectly clear. There's strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. For more than 180 years, Kansas City has faced countless challenges and powered through each to embrace a brighter day. Across our city and in every corner of our community, you are coming together by staying apart, showing your strength in solitude. 
Now is the time to dig in and do what's necessary. Today, Kansas City Strong is our battle cry. Show us your strength, Kansas City. They're strong. Then there's Kansas City strong. Visit us online at kansascitystrong.org. Regis was not only well known as the host, of course, of Live, but he made a lot of friends all around the world. I want to play a piece from Excess Hollywood as they bring out the people who are remembering Regis even now, starting with Kelly Ripa and Kathy Lee. As soon as we get past this commercial, right about now. No, maybe one more. Here we go. Five, four, three... Two, one, here we go. Kelly Ripa joins the TV world in mourning the loss of the one and only Regis Philbin. Following the sad news of Regis's death on July 24th at age 88, the Daytime Post honored her late co-star in a kind joint statement with Ryan Seacrest, in which the pair paid tribute to Regis for paving the way as a friend, colleague, and mentor, writing, quote, We are beyond saddened to learn about the loss of Regis Philbin. He was the ultimate class act, bringing his laughter and joy into our homes every day on live for more than 23 years. We were beyond lucky to have him as a mentor in our careers and aspire every day to fill his shoes on the show. We send our deepest love and condolences to his family and hope they can find some comfort in knowing he left the world a better place. Kelly took over for Regis's longtime pal and on-screen partner, Kathy Lee Gifford, on live in 2001. Regis left the show 10 years later, and Ryan took over for Michael Strahan in 2017. Kathy Lee also commemorated Regis, penning a loving nod to their special personal and professional relationship, writing, quote, There are no words to fully express the love I have for my precious friend, Regis. I simply adored him, and every day with him was a gift. We spent 15 years together bantering and bickering and laughing ourselves silly, a tradition and a friendship we shared up to this very day. I smile knowing somewhere in heaven at this very moment he's making someone laugh. It brings me great comfort knowing that he had a personal relationship with his Lord that brought him great peace. I send all the love in my heart to Joy, to his children, to the rest of his family, and to the innumerable people he touched over his legendary life. There has never been anyone like him, and there never will be. Many of Regis's other friends and fellow media personalities shared their sorrow over his loss, including much of the Today Show family. The morning program's co-anchor, Hoda Kotb, honored his memory with a photo of him on the Today set alongside Kathy Lee. Hoda kept her caption brief but meaningful, writing, Heartbroken. We will miss you, Regis. Nobody like you. Katie Couric also penned a thoughtful message to Regis's three daughters and his wife, Joy, to whom he was married for 50 years, writing in part, Sending love and strength to Joy, his girls, and his legions of friends and fans. We heart you, Regis. 
Jimmy Kimmel weighed in with praise for Regis's talent and charm, sending a note on behalf of not only himself, but also a comedy icon they both knew and loved, writing, Regis was a great broadcaster, a good friend, and a tremendous amount of fun. He leaves behind a beautiful family and a TV legacy that will likely go unmatched. Regis, I hope our friend Rickles met you at the pearly gates with open arms and a slew of the insults you loved so much. Regis's loved ones confirmed his passing on Saturday in a statement to Access Hollywood, revealing he died of natural causes. The Philbins also thanked fans for their support and recalled what they'll miss most about Regis, saying in part, his family and friends are forever grateful for the time we got to spend with him, for his warmth, his legendary sense of humor, and his singular ability to make every day into something worth talking about. He did just that in more ways than one. But I think it was very clear that he had probably the best friendship with Kathy Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee recently had her last day on the Today Show. She was a part of that for a while with, the, with Hoda, I believe, who was mentioned in the other piece she just heard. But I think the best relationship that Regis had was the 15 years that the, he and Kathy Lee both hosted. On Kathy Lee's last day on that Today Show, she got a very touching message from a very good friend. I want you to hear this. Kathy Lee, you want to know the best part of my life, my TV life, was in the 15 years I spent with you, from 1985 to 2000. We stayed friends through the entire game, and it was a lot of fun. Where you are right now, I... I know you're going to be moving on to a great new career, making movies. And since I've seen the first one, I know you're going to be a great success. I really mean it. I want you to, to know how I will always remember the great times that we had working together and how you are as a person. Just great. Yeah. He knows that he's okay. coming back to Greenwich for the summer, so okay. I'll, we'll You'll be seeing with him. Yes, when you, we have a girls' weekend, you guys are coming out there. I'll be with you all the way. I want to play one more to kind of end this tribute. Kathy Lee's words about Regis. And Kathy Lee joins us this morning. Hi, Hi. Kath. How are yeah. you doing? I'm good, you guys. How are you? Oh. Hard to listen to that, you know. We, I was just just thinking here, Kath, um, you know, you talked about Reeves, like we said, more than almost as much as you talked about your own kids on the show. And I love when we spoke sure. over the weekend, you said, you know, I just I just saw him a couple of weeks ago. So tell tell us about that. How was he? Yeah, I was up from Tennessee where I live most of the time. And, of course, the first call I always make is to Regis and Joy. And they still are here in the summer times. And I said, can we get together? Can we have some lunch? So they came over about two weeks ago. Um, I saw Reach get out of the car with Joy. And I, I sensed some much more fragility than I'd seen in him since the last time in January out in Los Angeles. So I had made them uh, their favorite. I hadn't, but this wonderful friend of mine, Andy, did. Their favorite thing is called Fruity Damati. And it's a just big bowl of, of just deliciousness. And we sat and, and uh, right here on my screen porch, and we laughed ourselves sick. We always just picked up right where we left 
on. You know, I was with him 15 years, but it's been 20 years since I left the show. And we became dearer friends through the years since then, just always, always getting together every chance we could and just picking up, as I said, right where we left off. So we just uh, had the best time. And after they left, I just thought to myself, Lord, is that the last time I'm going to see my friend? Because he was failing. I could tell. Yeah. But um, I then called, of course. I, I don't know. Something told me the other day when I was in Tennessee, get on a plane and go home get on a plane. And I didn't know why, but I've learned to listen to that voice. I got on the plane, came home, and immediately heard the news about Regis. Called Joy immediately and talked with her. And yesterday, um, drove over to her house with a big vat of, you know, fruity tamari and uh, one of uh, every gift wine I had to, uh, to give to her and the girls. And they, they were in their living room um, going through pictures. And there were thousands of pictures. And we just reminisced for a little while. I didn't want to intrude on, on their private family time because I remember what that was like. It's been five years almost since Frank passed. And you love your friends reaching out, but you also desperately need that private time as a family. So anyway, I was just grateful to have the time with them and, and uh, comfort them a little bit, let them know that I believed with all my heart that um, uh, I know where Regis is and I know who he's with because I had many, many conversations with him over the years about, about faith and about uh, where we go when this, this life is over. And uh, he was very curious, as always, listened. Uh, all, we always respected each other's opinions so highly. Uh, you know, in all the years that we were together, there, we never had one crossword, <laughs> not one. Hoda, you and I don't think that did either. Well, no. We only were 11. No, we were only 11. <laughs> I know, but, but I got to say, but, Kat, but, yeah, but our friendship lives on the same way. Well, it does. It does. And I always think that Regis was, was your first. And I, I remember when Regis was on the show and he said this, and I love this. He said, Kathy Lee, I want you to know the best part of my life, my TV life, was the 15 years I spent with you. Mm. I mean, and you had with Regis magic. Like, I have never seen anything like what you you two had. Why do you think that was the case? What was it? What was it? Yeah. You know, I think we both came from a place of, we've been performers all our lives. So we, we when we got together, it wasn't, you and I had a different challenge because you had come from the world of journalism. It took us a little bit more. It took time for you to start trusting your 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 instincts as a performer because you are you're you're a better actress than Regis, Regis ever was an actor. But he was an entertainer in, in, to the, in, in the to, in his guts, and so was I. And so when we came together, although we didn't have a friendship yet, we had a mutual respect for what we had accomplished already in in, in our in our careers, and we had the same sense of humor. And, and I wasn't afraid of him, and he sure as heck was not afraid of me. And we just took off like a rocket. Uh, and we both had this in common, too. We said we don't want to be a big... We loved being a local piece of slime show. That's what we called ourselves. And we had no intentions of becoming bigger than that. We were happy doing that little show. And we always said we'll never go syndicated unless somebody comes along and just puts us up on the, on the satellite and says don't change anything. Just be who you are because it works. And that's what happens sometimes when, when we, what we call the suits get involved. They're good at what they do business-wise, but they should not mess with what works chemistry-wise on camera. And we had it, and we just developed it as the years went on. In today's world, they probably wouldn't have left us on for two years before we really found our tempo. 
And um, but they did back then. And by the third by the third year of uh, doing the local show, Disney came along and 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 syndicated us, and and it changed the landscape of daytime television forever. It just did. Kat, we didn't know. We weren't trying to do that. We were just being who we were. You're so generous, Kat, because you. I feel like you shared Regis with us by inviting him into the Today Show, and then we got to know him a little bit yeah. too. And one thing I just always noticed about him was he's just so full of joy. Mm -hmm. It was just like you looked at him and you yes. smiled. Mm -hmm. He just exuded joy mm -hmm. and, and love of this business. Yes. Where did that come from? Mm. <laughs> you know what? He, I think I always said he was the most grateful person in the world. He never forgot where he came from. And he worked from the bottom up, as you guys said so rightly in, in the intro. He, he was just happy to be on a set. He was just be happy to, to be looking at Joey Bishop. Next thing you know, he's sitting next to Joey Bishop. Um, he just was always comfortable in his own skin and always felt like the, the luckiest guy in the world. And I used to say to him, not, not luck, Reach, blessed. He goes, you're right, you're right, blessed. And I always felt that way, too. I always felt like I'm Waldo. What am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I've always had a sense of incredible gratitude about, of all the people in the world, Lord, you put me there? But God has purposes we can't understand. And when I ran down the, the street from the other uh, daytime show in my sneakers, and, I, and he gave me, you know, a hard time, right, you know, so it's going to be like this. And I said, it's going to be like this. Yeah. And we never, ever tried to pretend we were anything but what we were, two people who loved each other, who were happy to be together, and we had the biggest secret known to the whole world, but they don't do it. We had fun. Mm -hmm. F-U-N. And it's contagious. And Hody, you and I had fun, and it's contagious. We did. And as we started working together, we started saving, we started spending our lives together, too. Mm -hmm. You remember, you came to my, yeah. my that first Thanksgiving, you you and your mom came, yeah. and your mom sat there with Frank and watched the football game, mm -hmm. and you came to my place in Nantucket, and then we started going to theater every uh -huh. every Wednesday and having lunch, and you know, when it spills over, your, your screen time spills over into real time, yeah. yes. and you start crying with each other over the hurts in your life and mm -hmm. and laughing yourselves as i said silly or even sick at times uh i had to excuse myself many times with regis and 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 go a little someplace and, and deal with it. You know what I'm saying. And, uh, Kath, do you remember uh regis filled in for me one day and we showed a couple of clips it was when you had that bird on your head and you and regis walked to the big <laughs> walked to the big window where everybody was walking by and what happened when you guys stood there <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Everybody has to go. It's New York. Who cares? Oh, yeah, there's Kathy Lee with a bird on her head. What else? <laughs> but that kind of humor, you guys just let it go. I mean, there are a thousand of those moments that you've had in your life with, with here with Regis. Oh, my gosh. You know, when we first started, we had no idea what we had, but we knew what we didn't want. We didn't want writers. We didn't want a million producers. We didn't want it overproduced. We just wanted to sit there and have fun together. I think we started out talking for just a couple of minutes, and then we'd go off and have guests and everything else. But by the time I, the last couple of years we were together, it was 23 minutes of nonstop, and we never talked before the show. We never knew what the other, we didn't have elements. We didn't have what they call elements in our business. He came with, he'd hold up the newspaper, and we're off to the races. Or I'd say, Cody threw up, and we were off to the races. And it just, we never, we never planned it. 
And it's kind of like life. We never know what's going to happen next in life. So let it happen. Let it be. Don't try to micromanage real moments. You're going to miss out on the most important thing, which is the humanity of things. We let the humanity of things just, we gave it time to work out. And I'll never forget one time we were doing this crystal thing and he's laying there and I'm, you know, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but anyway, I'm having fun with it. And I've got the crystal and everything and I, and then the person says, well, just drop it. Well, I dropped it right where you shouldn't drop anything on a <laughs> the most about Regis? Everything. Oh. I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful the Lord gave me that 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 uh, final time. And it was so precious because when I talked to Joy the day that I found out, right after he had passed, she said, Kathy, he hadn't laughed in a long, long time. <laughs> she said, I was so worried about him. He just wasn't, I think it was like Frank, he's just ready, you know. And so many of his friends had died. His dearest friend had died a week before of Corona, actually. He was, you know, ready to go. And she said, and the day that we came to have lunch with you, she said, was the last time I heard him laugh. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's just, that will forever be uh, a precious gift the Lord gave me. That I got to laugh again with one of my best friends oh. in all my lifetime. We, we love you, Kat. We love you. We're a gift to each other. And I love Thank you guys, God. too. Well, Please give my love. love. If there's anybody there, you. if there's anybody there, <laughs> give them my love. Okay? We love you, Kat. Thanks for being here. Love you, Regis Philbin, an icon like no other, class personified as well. He passed on at age 88. We'll be right back. As a look ahead to tomorrow night's edition, I'm reminded of some words that I heard Colonel Potter say in a MASH episode. Those words, I may be paraphrasing, but in any case are these. Let's get down to brass tacks. We are, let's just say it, friends, divided. I'm not going to come on tomorrow night to push agendas. But rather, as calmly as I know how to do it, I'm going to share with you tomorrow night my feelings about certain issues. We're going to start with the National Anthem. And I'm going to give you kind of an early preview by saying the following. And this is something that I said around the time this podcast first got going. And that was, we, the people of the United States of America, are... Offended, uh, offended about things that had never bothered us before. We are too, we're, we're doing this too much. And I want to share with you, again as calmly as I can, how I feel about certain issues, such as the National Anthem, such as baseball, such as the world. And this is just my own independent feeling. So please join me tomorrow night 
as we do get down to brass tacks here on the New Directions podcast. Would you join me in prayer, prayer as we begin final thoughts? Eternal God, our Father, thank you for sending us Regis Philbin. The man brought us smiles in an already sad, for an already sad world. Thank you, Lord, for giving us 88 years of him and the smile that he always had, regardless of where we saw him. Thank you for Kathy Lee telling the story of Regis in ways I don't think any of us ever could. I pray, God, that we may be, that we may take a page from Regis, that we may take a page from him and try to bring smiles to this already very dismal world and in this sea of sadness that I referred to. Help us to make differences. And I want to take a moment also to say thank you for Mark Alford because of him wanting to be as positive as he can, too. Guide us all as we go through this pandemic. Help a cure to please be found. And help us find each other again. This is not your world, Lord. We're divided. Please I beg of you, please, bring us back together to be the people that you want us to be. This we ask in the name of the man who makes it all happen and who, proud I am to say, I still have faith in and I pray we all do too. His name is Jesus. He is your son and it is in his name we pray. Amen. And on that note, that's going to wind things up for tonight's edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. I will see you tomorrow night. And as a final tribute to Regis, I'm going to bring the Oak Ridge boys in to get us out of here. With the assurance that there will be light. Hold on to the morning. There will be light.